0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of any experimental injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health and grace, and ways that I might be helpful to you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I am reading from the Founders Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible and it does include historical documents from the Founders era. It truly is a lovely Bible. Great for your home and family, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 187. And if you just happen to click on this episode for the first time, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that you just said, you know what, I'm going to click on episode 187. So we are reading the Bible in a year and I absolutely do not recommend you waiting until January 1st to start. So you are here today. You can absolutely continue and go to the end of the year from this episode. Pick up on all the episodes before this one. Or you can just go ahead and stop this episode right here and declare that today is your first day in reading the Bible in a year, and you just go to the day one episode and start today. That's how this works, all right? This is all about uh, taking time, intentional time, uh, to sit with God in His Word and to strengthen our relationship with Him through learning about who He is and who Jesus is and how and, how we are supposed to worship them and hold them in our lives, right, and walk this life with them. So that is what this is all about. And it is, if you've been here since the first day, thank you so much for doing that for, for God. And, um, it, uh, you know, as I've said, it is truly transformative. So I hope that you are experiencing the same thing. And I'm just so glad that you're here. Today, we're going to be reading 2 Kings 21, 2 Chronicles 33, Psalm 71, and 2 Corinthians 3. 2 Kings chapter 21, Manasseh succeeds Hezekiah. Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king, and he reigned 55 years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Hephzibah. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord dispossessed before the sons of Israel. For he rebuilt the high places which Hezekiah his father had destroyed, and he erected altars for Baal, and made an Asherah, as Ahab king of Israel had none, and worshipped all the host of heaven and served them. He built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, In Jerusalem I will put my name. For he built altars for all the hosts of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. He made his son pass through the fire, practiced witchcraft, and used divination, and dealt with mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. Then he set the carved image of Asherah that he had made in the house of which the Lord said to David and to his son Solomon, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen from all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever, and I will not make the feet of Israel wander any more from the land which I gave their fathers, if only they will observe to do according to all that I have commanded them, and according to all the law that my servant Moses commanded them. But they did not listen, and Manasseh seduced them to do evil, more than the nations whom the Lord destroyed before the sons of Israel. The king's idolatries rebuked. Now the Lord spoke through his servants, the prophets, saying, Because Manasseh, king of Judah, has done these abominations, having done wickedly more than all the Amorites did who were before him, and has also made Judah sin with his idols, therefore thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing such calamity on Jerusalem and Judah, that whoever hears of it, both his ears will tingle. I will stretch over Jerusalem the line of Samaria and the plummet of the house of Ahab, and I will wipe Jerusalem as one wipes a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. I will abandon the remnant of my inheritance and deliver them into the hand of their enemies, and they will become as plunder and spoil to all their enemies, because they have done evil in my sight and have been provoking me to anger since the day their fathers came from Egypt, even to this day. Moreover, Manasseh shed very much innocent blood until he had filled Jerusalem from one end to another, besides his sin, with which he had made Judah sin in doing evil in the sight of the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh and all that he did and his sin, which he committed, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Manasseh slept with his fathers and was buried in the garden of his own house in the garden of Uzzah. And Ammon, his son, became king in his place. Ammon succeeds Manasseh. Ammon was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned for two years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Meshulameth, the daughter of Haras of, Jot- of Jotbah. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, as Manasseh his father had done. For he walked in all the way that his father had walked, and served the idols that his father had served, and worshipped them. So he forsook the Lord, the God of his fathers, and did not walk in the way of the Lord. The servants of Ammon conspired against him and killed the king in his own house. Then the people of the land killed all those who conspired against King Ammon, and the people in the land made Josiah his son king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Ammon, which he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? He was buried in his grave in the garden of Uzzah and Josiah his son became king in his place. 2nd Chronicles chapter 33. Manasseh succeeds Hezekiah in Judah. Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king and he reigned 55 years in Jerusalem. He did evil in the sight of the Lord according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord dispossessed before the sons of Israel. For he rebuilt the high places which Hezekiah his father had broken down. He also erected altars for the, for the Baals and made ashram and worshipped all the host of heaven and served them. He built altars in the house of the Lord of which the Lord had said, My name shall be in Jerusalem forever. For he built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. He made his sons pass through the fire in the valley of Ben-Hinam, and he practiced witchcraft, used divination, practiced sorcery, and dealt with mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. Then he put the carved image of the idol which he had made in the house of God, of which God had said to David and to Solomon his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen from all the tribes, Of Israel, I will put my name forever, and I will not again remove the foot of Israel from the land which I have appointed for your fathers. If only they will observe to do all that I have commanded them according to all the law, the statutes, and the ordinances given through Moses. Thus, Manasseh misled Judah and and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to do more evil than the nations whom the Lord destroyed before the sons of Israel. Manasseh's idolatry rebuked. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they paid no attention. Therefore, the Lord brought the commanders of the army of the king of Assyria against them, and they captured Manasseh with hooks, bound him with bronze chains, and took him to Babylon. When he was in distress, he entreated the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers. When he prayed to him, he was moved by his entreaty and heard his supplication, and brought him again to Jerusalem to his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew. That the Lord was God. Now, after this, he built the outer wall of the city of David on the west side of Gihon in the valley, even to the entrance of the fish gate, and he encircled the Ophel with it and made it very high. Then he put army commanders in all the fortified cities of Judah. He also removed the foreign gods and the idol from the house of the Lord, as well as all the altars which he had built on the mountain of the house of the Lord and in Jerusalem. And he threw them outside the city. He set up the altar of the Lord and sacrificed peace offerings and thank offerings on it. And he ordered Judah to serve the Lord God of Israel. Nevertheless, the people still sacrificed in the high places, although only to the Lord their God. Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh, even his prayer to his God, and the words of the seers who spoke to him in the name of the Lord God of Israel, behold, they are among the records of the kings of Israel. His prayer also, and how God was entreated by him, and all his sin, his unfaithfulness, and the sites on which he built high places, and erected the ashram, and the carved images before he humbled himself, behold, they are written in the records of Hosai. So Manasseh slept with his fathers, and they buried him in his own house, and Ammon, his son, became king in his place. Ammon becomes king in Judah. Amon was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, as Manasseh his father had done, and Amon sacrificed to all the carved images, which his father Manasseh had made, and he served them. Moreover, he did not humble himself before the Lord, as his father Manasseh had done, but Amon multiplied guilt. Finally, his servants conspired against him and put him to death in his own house, But the people of the land killed all the conspirators against King Ammon, and the people of the land made Josiah, his son, king, in his place. Psalm 71, Prayer of an Old Man for Deliverance In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be ashamed. In your righteousness deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of habitation to which I may continually come. You have given commandment to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Rescue me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the grasp of the wrongdoer and ruthless man. For you are my hope. O Lord God, you are my confidence from my youth. By you I have been sustained from my birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. I have become a marvel to many. For you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all day long. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not forsake me when my strength fails. For my enemies have spoken against me. And those who watch for my life have consulted together, saying, God has forsaken him. Pursue and seize him. For there is no one to deliver. O God, do not be far from me. O my God, hasten to my help. Let those who are adversaries of my soul be ashamed and consumed. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor who seek to injure me. But as for me, I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and of your salvation all day long, for I do not know the sum of them. I will come with the mighty deeds of the Lord God. I will make mention of your righteousness, yours alone. O God, you have taught me from my youth, and I still declare your wondrous deeds. And even when I am old and gray, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation, your power to all who are to come. For your righteousness, O God, reaches to the heavens. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? You have shown, you who have shown me many troubles and distresses will revive me again and will bring me up again from the depths of the earth. May you increase my greatness and turn to comfort me. I will also praise you with a harp, even your truth, O my God. To you I will sing praises with the lyre, O Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you, and my soul, which you have redeemed. My tongue also will utter your righteousness all day long, for they are ashamed, for they are humiliated, who seek my hurt. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, Ministers of a New Covenant. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need as some letters of, of commendation to you or from you? You are our letter written in our hearts, known and read by all men, being manifested that you are a letter of Christ, cared for by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Such confidence we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are adequate in ourselves to consider anything as coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God, who also made us adequate as servants of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. But if the ministry of death in letters engraved on stones came with glory so that the sons of Israel could not look intently at the faces of Moses because of the glory of his face fading as it was, how will the ministry of the spirit fail to be even more with glory? For if the ministry of, con- of condemnation has glory, much more, <laughs> excuse me, for if the ministry of condemnation has glory, Much more does the ministry of righteousness abound in glory. For indeed, what had glory in this case has no glory because of the glory that surpasses it. For if that which fades away was with glory, much more that which remains is in glory. Therefore, having such a hope, we use great boldness in our speech. And are not like Moses, who used to put a veil over his face so that the sons of Israel would not look intently at the end of what was fading away. But their minds were hardened. For until this very day, at the reading of the Old Covenant, the same veil remains unlifted because it was removed in Christ. But to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their heart. But whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. And Those are our readings today. So, in 2 Kings and Second Chronicles, just um, telling each the same story of Manasseh succeeding Hezekiah, and then Ammon succeeding Manasseh, and um, they are different. Uh, Second Chronicles is, as we saw, much more detailed, um, but the same God that was of yesterday is the same today, and it will be the same forever, and he talks about... Um, the practice of witchcraft, divination, mediums, and spiritists. And this um, is still a part of our world today. It was a part of the world way back then, and it still is a part of our world today. I know that I um, have dabbled in that in the past, and I had no clue uh, that God hated it so much I had no idea um and so that was um I I am so grateful for that awakening to that because I I didn't know the ramifications of that and so I just am very grateful to have that knowledge now to have God's wisdom about it and to make sure that you know I asked for forgiveness I repented, changed my ways, and will not be going back to those ways ever again. Um, so that was um, a great lesson, and I'm very grateful for it. And we have yet another beautiful psalm, just speaking of um, the faith uh, that he feels within his heart, um, the trust that he has in God's protection over him and um, the praise um, toward God that we absolutely need to be engaging in as much as possible we don't just need to go to God when we are in trouble we also need to go to God in praise and thanksgiving so that is just yet another beautiful prayer and a reminder of the importance of both of those things And, um, Paul just touching on the new covenant and ministers of the new covenant. I do love the verse, but we all with unveiled face or wait, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is, there is liberty. Isn't that beautiful? Um, and liberty, we think of freedom and sovereignty and we think of, um, the history of our very young nation, And, um, we just, it's just a beautiful, uh, image to imagine this, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And so whether that be, um, uh, let's see, representative of a nation, I think just the simplicity of this and biblically, uh, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, (laughs) right? At least that's what I'm gathering from it. Um, it's where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And that is something that I am sure we can turn to many times when, um, when we feel that liberty is threatened, uh, whether that be in our own nation or we read in other nations um, that their liberties are being threatened. Uh, we can refer to this verse in Second Corinthians 3.17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, and that is the truth. And what a beautiful truth that is. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time together in your word, and especially we just thank you for all of the teachers and people that um, are in your word, your book for us to learn from, to uh, to um, gain uh, wisdom, and to learn lessons, and to reflect on our own lives, and how we are living them. Our lives are yours, and that is something that we pray that we always remember, that our lives are not our own, and I even say our lives. So, I am inclined to say your lives, and we just pray that we can truly understand what that feels like in each and every cell of our bodies so that we know uh, that it is your life, your body, and your purpose for us here on the earth until we meet Jesus again. We thank you, Lord, for all of our blessings. We thank you for our protection. We thank you for uh, your guidance over us. And we just pray and ask that the right people come into our lives and that we only receive your wisdom and not rely on our own. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. And just remember where liberty is. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.